next on BYU Sports Nation, why you should absolutely postpone your off-season BYU football and basketball blues. What? David Nixon weighs in on spring football, and Jason Shepard is live from Miller Park for BYU's matchup on the Diamond with Arizona this afternoon. Plus, BYU football will have more or less than eight wins in 2016. Now we're ready. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation back to work on a Monday, April 4th, and live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Wherever and however you have chosen to dial in, it's fabulous to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with the Seattle Mariners' greatest fan, until they're out of the playoff race, Jerem Jordan. I can't wait to take third place and win uh, somewhere between 72 and 81 games this year. It's going to be a great season, man. <laughs> Starts today at Texas. The whole state. Hope is renewed for all yep. Major League Baseball teams. Mariners have never been to the World Series, and this is not the year. <laughs> but you still have King Felix Hernandez, right? Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. I've got my shirt jersey ready to go today. I've got my actual jersey of Ken Griffey Jr. ready to go. I think I'm going to wear those to the baseball game today. MLB opening day. Yeah, and I love you're it. sporting BYU baseball clothing. Ab- I, your priorities absolutely. are straight. Yeah, absolutely. It's the game day for BYU baseball. Who's your favorite team in baseball? The Baltimore Orioles. Nice. Cal Ripken Jr., my childhood hero. The Iron Man. Debate over. Like the greatest nickname The ever. original Iron Man. Not Tony Stark. The Iron Man. Yeah, I had a baseball t-shirt that I bought, I think, uh, from, uh, I can't remember where I got it from, but I think East Bay, the catalog, way back when. Mm, nice. And it, and it said Iron Man and then Ripken 8 on the back, and I wore that you know, a ton, but every time I'd wear it out somewhere, people would be like, hey, Tony Stark, what's up, man? I'm like, <laughs> no, it's Cal Ripken. Let's I, go, man. When I was younger, I wrote letters to all those guys, you know, and they send back a... Signed, it's not signed, but a fake signed copy. I was like, Cal Ripken sent me a letter, man. No. When you're 11, you think it's real, you know, at the time. Oh, it's fantastic. And then reality sets in, you're like, oh, this, this is not as cool as I thought. Not only is it Major League Baseball <laughs> opening day for the Mariners and the Orioles and everybody else, National, the four games, yes. National Championship Monday for college basketball between Villanova and North Carolina. Who oh, you yeah. got, Jerem? Who you got? North Carolina. Yeah. My dad's heritage. He grew and- up at Tar Heel. Anybody that has the last name Archie Diacono, I can't root against. I got to go with Nova, dude. With Nova. Okay. They are the new neighborhood. Ryan Archie Diacono. Remember that name. You'll hear it a ton tonight from Jim Nance. Yeah. Hello, friends. I'm not your friend. I don't know you. What? <laughs> this is a great week for sports. The Masters starts on Thursday as well. Coverage of the Par 3 Challenge, I believe, actually starts on Wednesday. So, like, the, the festivities get underway earlier. You're next but- level if you're watching Wednesday. <sighs> wow. The Par 3 Challenge is fun. It's like the family event where you can have your five-year-old no you know, five take level. a shot on one of the Par 3s. Really cool. Yeah. It's great to watch those rich people's kids play golf on Wednesday. And then we watch the richer people play Thursday. No, I love, I love the Masters. This it's in, very relaxing. This in from at Chess Sports. Jerem Jordan, the world's biggest Mariners fan, question mark. Very debatable. He's working. I'm not the I world's biggest the, Mariners fan. I took the day off for opening day. I win. Some of us Jimmy, have to work, Jimmy, it is Jimmy. all you, brother. Jimmy Chesh. Jimmer, Jimmer, Jimmy. Some people have to work, dog. I <laughs> uh, no. Today, today would be a good day to take off. Hey, but the Mariners don't play till two. Mountain, so it's okay. 
you're going to be streaming that on your phone while you're watching the BYU baseball yeah, game Yeah, MLB live. TV, baby. You know it. Two for one. Let's go. Here are today's BYU SN headlines. Speaking of 26th ranked BYU baseball, they beat Portland on Saturday 5-3. to three. They sweep the WCC series up in the Northwest. They're now 23-3, in 7-2 WCC play alone in first and play Arizona. Home today for Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. We'll check in with Jason Shepard, who's live at Miller Park uh, later in the show. Third-ranked men's volleyball. Listen to this. Beat UCLA in four sets Friday and Saturday. So for, so for the first time in conference or program history, they went down to UCLA and won both. The Cougars are tied for first with Stanford heading into the final week of the regular season. Good luck to them. BYU plays USC this weekend. Stanford needs to lose once this week to either UCLA or Santa Barbara, and BYU needs to win out to get the one seed. Root for BYU and for Stanford to lose. Also, how about that double boost shot of karma we gave to Sean Olmstead and Jalen Reyes over the weekend? BYU will be the number one team again today in the ABC. Let's go. BYU softball went one and two at Texas over the weekend, getting shut out in both games on Saturday after a win on Friday. They play a home doubleheader tomorrow. Live on BYU TV against Southern Utah. And track and field is spread out over four different meets this weekend. Shaq Walker won the 400. And Kylie Trageser? Trageser? I don't know how to say her name. I'm sorry. She won the pole vault at the Utah Valley Invitational. Aaron Fletcher won the steeplechase at the Texas Relays. So nicely On that done. note, rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. There is yet... Sports life at Brigham Young University. Last day of college basketball nationally? Yes. Spring football is over. But! Countdown to the Wildcats. 152. 152 days away from BYU and the Arizona Wildcats. just around the corner. September 3rd, 2016. (laughs) The football season is that much closer. Four months uh, from yesterday. (sighs) Well, when you put it that way. Or is it five? Oh, the pain. It's five. Five months from yesterday. The unbearable sorrow. The indescribable mental anguish. But wait a second. Yes, the football drought is here. And yes, college basketball ends tonight. But as we just informed you all of like, I don't know, 90 seconds ago, there are reasons to postpone something I like to call off-seasonal depression. That comes in June for me. And that takes us to our Twitter question. With no BYU hoops in football, what is your sport? what has your sports attention right now? Use hashtag BYUSN at Lotawood. For me and my family, it's watching our Batcats, the BYU baseball team, who played today for Eastern against Arizona. Currently ranked 24th in the USA Today coaches poll and 26th in the writers poll. Those number one in your hearts. New polls come out a little bit later today. At MV Craig, you're kidding, right? The 2016 Batcats are great this year, but the Netcats, BYU Volleyball, the Netcats. Nice. are electric every year. Volleyball is her response. Okay, that's my answer to this is volleyball. One, because I'm the play by play, so I have to prep for some matches this weekend. Very exciting. The final two of the regular season against USC. Traditional power have struggled a little bit, but a conference championship could be on the line this weekend. So check that out. At a minimum, BYU, by the way, BYU can tie for the conference championship and get a trophy. The, getting the tiebreaker is different, but to me it's volleyball. Fresh off of their two best wins of the season at number one UCLA, heading into the last weekend of the regular season. Playoffs are next week. BYU will host a home quarterfinal uh, here in Provo. Maybe all of it. Volleyball is going to be the number one team today. To me, it's volleyball. They did something they've never done. 
They won at UCLA twice. Unbelievable. Yeah, baby. Double karma boost in play, of course. Take that, Al Skates. But it has been a very long time since BYU baseball was ranked. They are 23-3 and and alone in first and West Coast Conference play. 7-2 and in WCC. And listen to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU's 88 win percentage is the second highest nationally to top-ranked Florida's 90%. So that says something about what people think of BYU's schedule. But eight, they're winning 89% of the games right now? That is ridiculous. Ridiculous. 23-3. BYU hasn't been ranked since Jerem had a crush on some girl named Candace and she ripped his heart out back in like 7th grade. Yeah. Okay, it's been a long time yeah, since BYU was nationally relevant. I'm not going to say her last name, but yeah, it's fresh. <laughs> Wait, it's not fresh. That was a long time ago. Yeah. No, I feel you with baseball. I, I, I feel you with baseball because what they're doing is so awesome. And I really hope it turns into an NCAA tournament berth. They're pacing towards that way. We have no reason to think that they won't. Uh, but they need to win the West Coast Conference tournament to ensure that. Now, they're playing a... Uh, such great baseball that you would think that an at-large is, is in the cards as of now. Yet, today is uh, game number 27. So they played 26. They have 25 left. We're barely, we're one game Halfway into the point. second half of baseball. So there's a lot of baseball to play. So that's why I say volleyball. We're getting near the end of the season. They're number one. By the way, BYU is the number one hitting team, number one blocking team in the country. And they'll be ranked number one today. So the best team on campus right now to me, and that has my attention, is volleyball. Yet, don't limit yourself in this question, to necessarily BYU. If you want to stick to BYU, that's great. But like you mentioned, the Masters, opening day, NCAA turn, uh, championship for men's basketball. So that, this, you could debate that Saturday to this Sunday is the best eight days or week-ish of sports the whole year. The whole year. March Madness finishes, the Masters, Major League Baseball begins. It's fantastic. Is it the greatest month when you consider March Madness with the first and second rounds? Carrying into April. mid-April. I, I like March. Like Mid-March to mid-April. I like March more than I do April. <sighs> because you have uh, March. most of March Madness is in March. Spring training, the weather turns for those of us in, in Utah, or colder weather. In seasonal places. weather. Yeah, in seasonal weather. Unless, unless you're a New York Yankees fan and your game got rained out already. Which is Boo. terrible. Yeah, but it's the Yankees, so who cares? Oh, <laughs> You just. You, I'm no threat. I'm a Mariners fan. You just created a lot of enemies. We won there, one Jerem. series in '95. We have nothing on the Yankees. <laughs> Our conversation happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and join BYU Sports Nation with no BYU hoops and football. Off seasonal depression in full swing. What has your sports attention now? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At I raise my flag. Scoring tries. Rugby reference, kills, volleyball reference, and homers, baseball reference. No! All three of those. Okay, rugby, volleyball, and BYU baseball. All three ranked. Two of them, as of today, probably number one in the country. Which is awesome. And baseball will continue to climb as they win series, by the way. So they, they won all three at Portland, so the mustaches continue. We'll ask Jason Shepard, coming up, why he has not started a mustache. Why he's not joined the mustache mafia. He's basically on the team, right? He just doesn't. Pretty much. He just doesn't play. Is his reason the same as Mike Littlewood? I wonder. Rhetorical questions for days. I we'll wonder. ask him. Go up. At why not Paul? 
baseball, the Masters, and, of course, North Carolina basketball. So there's a national perspective right there. Yeah, my dad, gr- growing up, he grew up in uh, Asheville, North Carolina, still lives there. He said that, uh, he said, Jerem, why is the sky blue? I, was, I don't know. He said, because God loves North Carolina. <laughs> that's, that's the house that I grew up in. My mom was the BYU fan, and my dad was the North Carolina fan. At Elko Cougar, Utah Jazz playoff push. Yeah, the NBA playoffs will be in full swing here. I, in, uh, I embrace that. About a like, month? Yeah. Yeah, after the regular season. NCAA title game, the Masters after this week. It's four months of getting amped for BYU football. <sighs> it's five, actually. 152 well, days. Yeah. It's so far away. Yep. At Toshlin 19. No! Hits, hits and sticks. Oh, wait. Yeah. G- gymnastics is over, too. That, that in reference <laughs> to something Guard Young, the, the head coach of BYU Gymnastics, said on this show. Yeah, they're done at regionals. <sighs> Man. Yeah, the, well, hey, the, the standards get to regionals, and the, the next move for BYU is to try and get out of it. So they went to regionals. Coming up, former BYU and NFL football player David Nixon back on the show. Will BYU football be ranked at any point next season, and what did he learn from spring football? BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio. Moving pictures on BYU TV. The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Hey, baseball plays Arizona today for Eastern time, so an early afternoon game. It's spring break for those locally, uh, so an early afternoon game. Hopefully get the Kitty Winkles out there, including myself, on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Get the what out there? The Kitty Winkles. The Kitty Winkles. Yeah, the children. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I was... Gathering that that was what you meant. I you don't, just call the game. You let marketing. I I you leave marketing. No, I've ever heard that before, though. You've never heard Kitty Winkles? The Kitty Winkles. That's a weird phrase, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy weird. I can't say that I've ever heard that. Okay. We've no, now drawn a lot of attention. With no, of course, that was my point. <laughs> there was purpose behind that. With no BYU hoops and football, <laughs> what has your sports attention now? At Jay Linehan 9, Johnny Linehan says, watching. Punting film. Boo. That's the worst answer. That sounds had. super exciting, Johnny. <laughs> Can watching I get in on that? Film? <laughs> Come on, Johnny. He's watching, he's watching rugby. Come on. He's watching BYU he's Sports like, Nation right now. Right, hey, Johnny? That's, that's part of the deal. We will carry you through the offseason to football. You There's tune a reason every we, day. Do, we do this no, every day. Every day. At noon. People ask us, how, how often is the show on? Every weekday, all year. There was literally one day last year we didn't produce show it at uh, noon Eastern, and it was on Christmas Day. That was it. So you hang out with us, and we will feed you what's going on. And then the next question is, what do you talk about during the summer? We will figure that out, like we did the last two years. Exactly. <laughs> Always interesting. There's a lot. You'd be surprised. There's a lot going on. Joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline is a man we haven't talked to in a while, David Nixon, former BYU and NFL football player. Dave, welcome back to the show, man. Hey, it feels great to be on here with my kitty winkles. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Not really sure David, where to go after David that. David knows what's up. <laughs> Kitty Winkles. David has... I, 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 have to, I have to side with you, uh, Spencer. I've never, never heard that phrase, but you know what? I'm adopting it, and I will go home and tell my children how you doing today, You have Kitty two Kitty Winkles, dude. <laughs> All right. Done, done deal. How's that going, by the way, now that you have uh, expanded from one Kitty Winkle to two? <laughs> it, uh, hey, it's a change. You know, I, uh, um, it's awesome, obviously, and it's fun having two boys now, but... Um, it's, it's definitely a change, but, uh, you know, it's great. Can't, can't complain. Sleep's getting better, which is always a positive. He's now almost three months old, so the sleep is coming back around. 
Um, but uh, the golf game has been limited. Not, not as many rounds this year, unfortunately. You took me right there. Literally, hey. my next question was going to be, how but, much has it affected your golf game? Uh, you know, it's not near as much. I'm trying to find time during the work week to get on golf and not necessarily on the weekends. So that's kind of a delicate balance I'm trying to, uh, to, to approach right now. But you know what? With the, with the, with the weather getting warmer, um, I'll find some time. It doesn't matter when and where. I'll, I'll have to find some time. Home golf balance is very important. Um, <laughs> spring football is over now, David. What did you learn from BYU spring football under a new coaching staff? Well, you know, there's a ton of excitement leading up to spring ball, especially with the new coach staff coming in. And uh, I think it carried over into spring ball. For the practices I went to, the guys seemed rejuvenated. They seemed excited. Talking to them, um, they they all seemed to love the new coaching staff. It's a much more laid-back approach, um, which uh, can have its pluses and minuses. But I think for, for right now, the guys are loving it. Um, they're learning. You know, anytime there's a change, it's, it's exciting because you have to go in and you have to put in the time to learn new systems uh, and dedicate, you know, some extra hours. And it's kind of a challenge. And so we talked about it last year uh, whenever the change happened. The change can be good, and I think the players are responding to it, and it shows out there on the field. I think, they, uh, I think they're excited to be out there, and, um, you know, it was, it was fun to watch them this spring. David Nixon with us on BYU Sports Nation. Alumni Day went down on Friday kind of as like this bookend to spring football. What was that like? What were the emotions like for you with a new staff, but kind of this, you know, homecoming for a bunch of these coaches? And, and a lot, I heard a lot of guys that hadn't been around for a while were back as well. I think that's the biggest takeaway. There were guys, uh, one of them being Manai Brown, who, uh, if people recall, he transferred from Nebraska, humongous defensive tackle. I remember coming in as a freshman looking up at this guy. I was like, holy cow. I have, I have arrived because this guy is a monster, and thank goodness he'll be blocking for me up front as a nose tackle. Um, and I uh, saw him around. I said, I said that to him. I was like, man, it's been forever. He's like, yeah, I just kind of you know, dig it around. But with now Kalani back, I, I feel more at home, and, and I'm around. And so – um, I think you saw a lot of guys from the, the Lavelle Edward, uh, you know, era as well as even Croton's era um, that didn't really have a tie to Bronco, didn't really come around the program much. And sure enough, on Alumni Day, it was fun. I was catching up with guys left and right uh, from kind of my freshman year who, who I hadn't seen because once again, my freshman year was with Croton. And so there were a lot of guys I played there, played then that haven't really showed up during the Menhall era that were there. So um, it was great to see former players. And I, and I think – you know, uh, there's been the Facebook groups that, that have been put together for former players that the, this new uh, Kalani and his staff are, are putting together. And I think you'll just see a lot more players coming out of the woodworks and, and joining kind of this um, this exciting time of, of BYU football to have a coach that, that played here, that that has relationships with, with his former teammates, uh, but also guys that have played after and before. Uh, and I think you'll see kind of this wave of, of players coming out and, and supporting this program. Yeah, I knew it was different uh, at the press conference for Kalani Satake when Manaya Brown was there. I saw him there among other guys. When it, there was this, there was this different feel in the room for sure. Um, but Taysom Hill ahead of schedule, uh, big storyline out of uh, spring ball. Uh, he- more healthy than we thought. I think we should probably expect him to be ahead of schedule all the time now <laughs> since he's a freak of nature. But how's how's his health, and what did you know notice from him in spring? Yeah, just that. I mean, he obviously he looks great throwing the ball, right? Um, and he's he's moving well on it. And he's obviously not full speed, and he's uh, nor does he need to be full speed, and nor I think does does the training staff want him to test it to be full speed. Uh, but that's something they'll continue to ramp up because the, this injury, the foot injury, is one of those things where you do you have to kind of push it and and push it harder and harder each day. Um, otherwise, we we saw kind of what happened to Craig Bills was he came back, pushed it too hard, where he hadn't pushed it hard enough. 
and it ended up um, kind of re-injuring it. So I, I think they'll they'll kind of pace him and, and get him ready. So we're you know he's kind of hitting his peak come um, fall ball. Uh, but yeah, he he looked good. I mean, the good thing is it's not really affecting his throwing motion. He was out there throwing some bullets. So um, I, he'll, I think, you know, especially watching him go through these previous injuries, he'll definitely be ready come uh, fall ball. David Nixon on BYU Sports Nation currently talking BYU spring football and the now five month off season blues for those diehards. David, how do you pass the time during uh, the off season blues of no BYU football? Oh man, it's a it's a tough one. Um, golf helps the Masters this week. That helps. And I tell you what, it's actually been fun watching BYU baseball. During the years when I was there, they were very irrelevant and uh, they were tough to watch. Um, but now, if I was just talking to some of my siblings and some other friends, we're like, man, actually they're they're doing really well. It'd be fun to go down to a game. And I I haven't been to a BYU baseball game in like probably eight years or something like that. Um, and so I, I think you know that's fun to see you know the team ranked and, and doing well. Um, but then you know golf helps and let's face it, there's still football even during these down months. You know, they, uh, especially I'll be going down there and, and hanging out, watching them do their um, you know seven on seven stuff during the summer. It's fun to hang out with those guys. But uh, you know, I, you got to find something because it is four or five months away. What four months till fall ball actually kicks off, and then five months till the first game. So there's still definitely a, a lot of time left. Plus, Arena League football, Canadian League football. We got a lot of football this summer, man. Yeah, it, it definitely holds you over. That Arena Football League is the best thing to watch ever. <laughs> just watch out for the camera guys in the end zone. So yeah, I guess that, that happened and, over the and, weekend. And the fans grabbing the ball away from you in the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when that happens. Hey, BYU's going to run a 4-3. What kind of difference do you expect from BYU defensively this fall with that new look? Yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of versatility. I think you're going to see um, linebackers coming in on nickel and dime packages, especially you can take out those DNs and, and bring in some, some quicker guys that can get on the, uh, get to the quarterback. Um, get a rushing advantage there. Uh, you know, I, I think this defense, there's one thing that, that sticks out to me, is it's athleticism. I, I think we have a lot of guys, especially with Francis Bernard coming over, a lot of guys that are that are quick, um, that are agile, and, and more than anything, they've got some big dudes. I mean, you look at the, that linebacker, you know, Fred Warner looks like he's put on some weight um, looking big. And, of course, you had Francis and Harvey Longy, and then, of course, the backups. I mean, that's a stout three linebackers, you know, all of them 220-plus. Um, and then you add in those big old D linemen in front of them, and, and, and I'm excited to see how that front seven plays defensively. Um, then offensively with Jamal coming back, I mean, Jamal, man, Jamal, how big, how big does he look? I think he's at at least 10 to 15 pounds, yeah. um, and uh, he's looking great. And then you add Algie Brown. I, I love Algie Brown's move to fullback, and I think a lot of people are kind of bummed by that. But I think we're going to see Algie Brown used uh, similar to how you know Fui Vakapuna and Manasse Tonga were used, where they are fullbacks, they're going to be blocking, but they're also going to get the ball a lot down in those short yardage areas and then down the goal line, um, and they'll just run over dudes. And so I, I, I'm excited to see kind of how this pro-style offense rolls out, uh, but I think they're putting the guys in the right places right now. Uh, I mean, we see quite a few guys moving positions, but I like, I like every one of them. I, I don't think there's one of them where I say, man, I think he should probably stay on that side of the ball or stay in that position. I think all of them have been great moves so far. Which side will be better this fall, the BYU defense or the BYU Ooh. offense? Oh, well, I hope both sides. With the schedule they're facing, they better both be uh, up, to, up to speed. But, um, you know, I, I have to go – Man, I have to go defense, obviously because I'm a defensive player. But more than that, I think, A, you know, defenses are, are, are it's easier to pick up and to transition to. Um, and 3-4 three, four to 4-3, four, three, really you're just kind of switching out one guy. The back end pretty much stays the same. Um, offensively, man, it's a, whole new, it's a whole new system. I mean, the quarterbacks are in a whole different position. The blocking's different for the offensive line. 
Um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of things that are different for the for the offensive side of the ball, the defense. So that's why I think the defense will probably be further along. Um, but man, I for this team to be successful uh, in those first you know three four games, they've really all got to be on the same page and both be up to par and up to speed. David, on the defense, defensive line, linebacker, secondary, where is the strength? Which position of those three? Man, that, I, mean, that's a t- I, I think all around, if you look at every position, there's a ton of experience returning. Yeah, some of them didn't play in that natural position they did last year with Saitatu being one of those guys, played linebacker, but now he's switching to like a defensive man with a hand in the dirt. Um, and then, of course, you've got uh, Hanneman moving from corner to safety. So you've got a lot of experience, some guys playing different positions. Um, but I, I don't know if there is a strength. I mean, I, you, you look at the, the uh, defense, the, the secondary, the, the last corner position is kind of up in the air. Um, you got Mike Davis kind of locked it down. Is it going to be uh, Troy Warner? Um, is it going to be Achilles Davis? I mean, who, who's going to fill in that last spot? And, and to be honest, guys, there's going to be a lot of shuffling that's still going to occur. I mean, the, these next four or five months, I really say four because uh, these next four months are huge in the sense that the, the coaching staff and the players will quickly realize who are the guys that really want that starting spot because come summertime, there's a lot of free time. And you can either spend it working out and watching film or you can spend it going home and, and doing your own thing and not being part of the team. And so, you know, these, these, these off-season months, it, it really starts to show uh, who's bought into the team concept and who still kind of wants to be that individual and wants that individual praise. Um, and, and you'll see quickly that come fall time, there's going to be some guys that were slated to be starters that are maybe two or three down the depth chart because they weren't there for seven-on-seven. Seven. They weren't there for the team activities. Um, and, uh, you know, they're now a step behind because they weren't studying the, this new defense or new offense. So there's going to be a lot of pieces still shuffling um, this summer. Uh, a lot of guys might, might emerge. Um, you know, you might have second or third stringers that during seven-on-seven, seven, the team captains say, man, this guy's a baller. He's, he, was, uh, he was out there doing his thing. And, and that gets back to the coaches eventually. And uh, you see him maybe move up on the depth chart. So it'll be interesting to see with these, the, this offseason kind of what pans out. Follow him at D underscore Nixon on the Twitter machine. David Nixon, former BYU and NFL linebacker with us. Which of the new coaching staff, and I want you to pick one, will make the biggest impact on BYU football in 2016? Uh, hands down, Ty Detmer. And, and and not only because he's the offensive coordinator and and uh, it's you know it's his offense he's run the show, but I think his experience comes to play and I think you know you you, you look at and I'm not talking coach experience and I think that's been kind of the big knock on some of these coaches or hey you know these guys have been out doing other jobs or they haven't coached at the college level they've never been they've never been that position before, um, but all these guys have experience especially Ty uh, playing college playing pro um, that they can go out there and. and Talk to the kid and say, "Listen, I've been there. I know. I know how hard it is to to make this throw across the field to a comeback or a hitch, uh, but I know it can be done." And so that puts that instills confidence in these players, um, and especially this offense. Hey, I know how hard it is for your offensive lineman to to scoop lock on this certain play, but I know it can be done. I've seen it be done. We're going to make it easy for you. Just trust me. And uh, you know, I think. Him, he's got to, he's got to have that confidence of those players that that he's he's coaching the right way and and that uh, you know that, that that they can get the job done and so um, I think come fall time it's got to be him he's got to make sure that offense is clicking uh, because like I said earlier with the schedule they're facing the defenses they're going to be facing especially um, come those first few games in the Pac-12 uh, it's not going to be an easy job. David, will BYU in your opinion be ranked at any point this season? I think so. I think I, I think BYU starts out hot, goes three and zero against Pac-12, becomes ranked, and then as they start to move east, as you start going against those Big Ten and uh, SEC schools, it's going to get tougher. And as the season starts to grind on, but I think they start fast, um, 
and I think they have a they have a great start. I think they gained some national attention when they uh, beat up on Arizona, Utah, and UCLA. So that's that's my prediction. I'm, I'm well hopeful then. of it. I'm hopeful of it. Uh, but uh, you know, there's still a lot of work to be done until now, and, and when the season kicks off, for sure. David Nixon calling for a three and and0 start for BYU football in 2016. They'll be a top 20 team if they're three and and0 against that schedule. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I just I just said it. David Nixon bringing the heat. I said it in English. You've qualified again. We will have you on again. You've done enough. Awesome. That's what I have to do. I just have to tell, I have to tell you guys that they're going to be ranked. I get to kill them on again. Is that what just, happens? Just tell something crazy to get attention. <laughs> Bold prediction. Bold prediction in uh, April is that they will be ranked after the first three games. There wow. April 4th hot takes with David Nixon. Yes. Dave, great to talk to you, man. Awesome. Take care, guys. David Nixon on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Okay, you remember how crazy it was when BYU was 2-0 and on Hail Marys last year? Imagine 3-0 and against three Power 5 teams, including Utah, UCLA. A neutral win nuts. against Arizona, a hold win on. at Utah, and hold a home on, win against on, UCLA. Oh, I see it. 3-0. and With Blue Goggins on, I can see the 3-0. Ha! Three and oh, it's amazing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if, if BYU seriously, BYU's three and oh going into that West Virginia game, they will be I'm having, they will be in the top twenty. I'm having a panic attack yeah, just, just thinking about it. <laughs> thinking about the excitement. Oh, the hype machine is rolling and it's April fourth. Oh. Yeah, and let's talk about how the men's basketball team is gonna make the final four too. It's April fourth. Hey, hey, hey! Coming up. BYU football will win more or less than eight games next season, Jerem. Oh, oh, now I'm sweating. Jeez. Get ready. That's next on BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back on a Monday, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio. Simulcast on BYU TV presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. I just had this revelation. Maybe Radio Vision is best seen and heard through the blue goggles. Naturally. I, I think that you need the blue goggles to, to see in radio vision. And those are probably a better the, version of the, the radio vision. These are the 4K blue goggles. <laughs> <laughs> this is the current 1920 by 1280. Yeah, these, these what are the, I have, the, the regular 4K ones. new and technology you have the really, blue goggles. Yeah. Right oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, you can check out radio vision today, 40, uh, 4 Eastern time. Uh, BYU Radio, BYU TV will have the Arizona game as well. Southern Utah doubleheader in uh, softball tomorrow. 7 Eastern time. Check that out. McKenna Bowl with her two no-hitters back to work. Maybe That's, she'll throw a third. Who knows? I bet you she'll throw a third this season. She's good. She's really, really good. good. Let's refresh today's BYUSN headlines. 26th-ranked baseball beat Portland 5-3 to on Saturday to sweep that series at Portland. They're now 23-3, and 7-2 in WCC play alone in first. As Jerem just mentioned, they play Arizona today, 4 Eastern. You can watch it on BYU TV or listen to it on BYU Radio. Next segment, we'll check in with Jason Shepard live at Miller Park, see what's going on over there. Uh, Third-ranked men's volleyball beat number 1 UCLA twice in four sets, Friday and Saturday. They've never done that in program history. Gone there and won both, so congrats. That's awesome. The Cougars are tied for first with Stanford. Heading into the final week of the regular season, if BYU wins both, they get at least a share of the MPSF title and maybe the one seed, depending on if Stanford loses. Lose! Please, Stanford, lose! They play UCLA Thursday night. So all of you should root for the team that BYU just beat twice. Yeah. Go Bruins. Let's do this. BYU softball went 1-2 and two at Texas over the weekend with a win on Friday and losses in a doubleheader on Saturday. They play a home doubleheader tomorrow on BYU TV against Southern Utah. And track and field was spread out over four different meets over the weekend. Shaq Walker won the 400, and Kylie Trageser? 
Correct. Some, something like that. Tregeezer, that sounds fun, won the pole vault at the Utah Valley Invitational when Aaron Fletcher won the steeplechase at the Texas Relays. They were at Stanford, Utah Valley, Texas, Texas. Relays, and somewhere else. I can't even remember. Yeah, how oh, about the San Francisco State Distance Carnival. Oh, the Carnival. The, we forgot the Carnival. How did we forget that? That's like the headline. Clowns running the mile. <laughs> That's what that is. While juggling. How about Shaq on Walker a, on the on show unicycle. last week? Shaq Walker comes on. He's like, yeah, they're going to have me run the 400 like it's... He never runs the 400. He won He it. runs the 800. He won, he won it. That's, that, that's what he does. He wins. I just show up, run the 400, and win yeah, it. Yeah, that's cool. Like anyone. <laughs> Great. At Mr. Cougar tweeting in. Well, then I'll go 5-0 and for BYU football because they should beat West Virginia, even though it's away, and we'll beat Toledo at home. 5-0. and let me let me let me look through the blue goggles. I need the 4K blue goggles. I can barely see that through the blue. It's a little hazy. It's a little hazy at Mr. Cougar. Well, <laughs> five, five. If BYU's five and zero oh with that schedule, they'll be top ten, seventh in the country. That, <laughs> that's 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 just straight up lunacy. Yeah. Holy cow! And, and we have four months to discuss before football. <sighs> okay, now that we've. Uh, <clears throat> Traverse that. Let's uh, go to more or less. More or less on BYU Sports Nation. It's fun with numbers. Listen to the sultry tones of Ben Bagley as he throws out statistical awesomeness. Jeremy and I decide whether we think there will be more or less of that number. Number one. BYU baseball will win more or less than three games this week. More. Because BYU is going to take care of business at home. They play four games. I say, oh, this means... I have to pick four or two? Yes. I'll go more. They're 23-3. Why not? They have the second best win percentage in all of college baseball. They're home for four games. Can we pause for a moment and acknowledge how awesome that is? Why would I? Thank you. Why would I think anything less? They're playing with a ton of confidence. BYU will win four games. They're going to beat Arizona, who just got swept by Utah over the weekend. They're a little bit down. And BYU is going to take care of business in WCC play. Now, I do want to say this about baseball. They're not going to finish the regular season with, like, six losses, right? There's going to be a string where they lose a couple. You're like, what? What happened? Man? They have to shave the mustaches happen. because they lose a series. Yeah, it's going to happen, okay? Just it, this this unbelievable regular season run uh, you know, won't last forever. It what is I, so delicate, what baseball. I want, what I would rather uh, happen is that BYU gets into the NCAA tournament, that they win the West Coast Conference tournament, get in the NCAA tournament, and then they challenge in the regional, maybe get to a Super regional. That would be amazing. I just want to get to the NCAA tournament with this team. I'm not, they don't have to go you know, 50 and 4 to do it. They have 25 games left. If BYU wins four games this week, they will be 27 and 3. A 900 win percentage. And then Mike Littlewood negotiates a contract extension. And then Mike Littlewood <laughs> yeah, just wrap, wraps up the WCC Coach of the Year. Yeah, and then it's over. Yeah. No, lots of games. Lots Number of games. two. Speaking of baseball, Colton Shaver will have more or less than .5 home runs today. More. more. I, I, I say he hits one out today. .5 is tough because you have to be like, yes or no. Is he going to hit a home run or not? He has a 900-something slugging percentage. He has seven home runs in 26 games, so he's hitting one every three and a third, right? Yeah, Arizona doesn't – they don't know Colton Shaver very well. I think that they're going to – The ones that know some, him well, <laughs> he gives up home he runs still, they, He still hits home runs <laughs> off to the people that scout him like yeah. day in and day out. I'll say – yeah, I say yes as well. Okay. Colton Shaver's going deep today. Number three. 
Football, BYU football, will have more or less than eight wins next season. Jerem, come out of hiding. I don't want to answer this on April 4th. <laughs> I don't want to answer this on April 4th. You're, okay, I would, I, I would uh, guess that BYU is going to win somewhere between seven, eight, and nine wins. Answer the question. Year. Answer the question. <sighs> more. <laughs> nine. Jerry's going to have nine plus. Wow. It's, it's tough. It's going to be tough. If the offense can start fast, then, then the chance is there. The reason I say more is because Taysom Hill's on the roster. BYU is better with Taysom Hill. Make we, BYU great again. Remember how we kind of we kind of freaked out a little bit last year when when we talked about BYU when we winning nine, a lot. nine games with last year's schedule. Yeah, this one's a tougher. A this one, tougher. this one is tougher. You thought you have September and then you have October. BYU also has Jamal Williams, Taysom Hill, and Tanner Mangum. Okay, I mean they they've got some guys. They've got some guys that can play. They got some dudes. <sighs> So I didn't. I really didn't think you were going to go more. I didn't think so either. With, but however, in this moment, I felt it. Here's why I'm going to go more with mm. a bowl game in the Poinsettia Bowl. Mountain West opponent. BYU will win nine games. Okay, including the bowl. Get BYU eight, eight and then win the ninth. They can go nine and four. Absolutely, they can that go nine and four. That would be a tremendous accomplishment. First year of Kalani Sitake. Oh, it'd wow. be amazing. Wow, it would be amazing. Quite honestly, I'll ex- be happy to be bowl eligible. I'm expecting seven. To be honest, and then I'll be happy with more. So you're changing your answer from nine to seven? No. What? What? I, I say d- declare more or less. I say more. What am I actually thinking they're going to do? <laughs> I'll go seven plus. I don't know. It's so hard, and it's the I first know. year. I know. How it's, good's Arizona, West Virginia? I don't know. It's also April fourth. It's April fourth. <laughs> we're just having fun here. Number four. While we're projecting, let's go a little bit further out. BYU basketball will win more or less than .5 NCAA tourney games next year. This is year. so hard. Like, I would rather BYU win, uh, beat Gonzaga in Vegas than, than uh, you know, this. Because to me, that maybe leads to that. But I'll go more. I'm captain positive today. I really am. Minus the Yankees. What, I'm, has, I'm more. what has happened to you? I don't know. Maybe it's this shirt, dude. What is? Is it this because ba- you're wearing baseball, baseball gear? I'm just feeling great. And they're twenty three and three. Yeah. Well, it's opening day. Can you we know, get Jerem some more baseball gear? It's a good day. <laughs> well, Mariner, Mariners haven't lost yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> By the way, me making fun of the Yankees is like San Jose State making fun of Alabama football. It just doesn't matter. The Crimson it just Tide. Matter. Who cares about the Crimson Tide? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> That's a fair comparison. I say BYU basketball wins a tournament game next year and get to the round of 32. I'm going more for that. Number five. BYU spring sports will win more or less than one national championship. (sighs) Less. I'll go less on this one. There will be a national championship on campus. Whether it's BYU rugby or Or BYU volleyball. volleyball. Yeah. It very well could be, too. It's It's just really tough. Oh man! Like the top. Because I believe there, I believe the volleyball team is the best team in the country right now. Will they be the best team in May? That's the hope. I would answer more if I knew that BYU volleyball was going to host the entirety of the MPSF. Like if they if they had the ability They'll to make be at the home. NCAA tournament though. True. True. Probably. Well, that's the thing. Like ugh. they have to get to the semis. I think. I'm going more. Why well, not? Why not? BYU gets what they need this week. They host the MPSF. They win the national championship. So does rugby. Up next, Jason Shepard joins us live from Miller Park. Game day projections. Championship!
BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out live in Studio B. Remember, if you miss an episode of BYU SN Live, the rebroadcast airs weeknights at 6 Eastern, 4 Mountain Time on BYU TV. 6 Eastern, or excuse me, 4 Eastern today, 2 Mountain Time. BYU plays Arizona in baseball, an early edition. Uh, check it out from Miller Park, BYU in Arizona. The Batcats, 23-3. and uh, Should be a, a fun contest. This is a nice game out of conference for BYU to play. Try and boost its RPI. And it's NCAA tournament resume. I mean, there's, we're halfway through, but BYU will need what they hope will be a good resume if they don't win the West Coast Conference Tournament, which is a four-team double elimination tournament. If you're 23-3, and three, you're off to a good start for it's an at-large at bid. It's pretty good. We'll see how it is. Oh, it ends, but it's pretty good. I love that I just announced the rebroadcast, and they were like, oh, but but tonight? But there's no, no rebroadcast not, No rebroadcast tonight. tonight because, so. But it's baseball, okay? BYU baseball can do whatever they want. They're 23 and 3. The Kitty Winkles will be there, man. It's all good. <laughs> How many times have we referenced that word on today's show? Good grief. Joining us now from Miller Park, the home of the BYU Batcats, is Jason Shepard. Our dugout reporter, and baseball insider, got the lean going on in that dugout. Jason, <laughs> nice polo. it's finally a beautiful day at Miller Park for a baseball game. Absolutely. I mean, we've dealt with some pretty chilly temperatures over the last couple of weeks, and today it's expected to be gorgeous, as you can see, with the sun right in my face. The sun is out. We've had some intermittent clouds. Makes me sound like a meteorologist. Uh, <laughs> temperatures expected to be warm today, I think in the 60s, so it is a perfect day for some afternoon baseball. Are you going to take uh, some batting practice today? Uh, I have not been offered batting practice, mm. but I, I can say that from after a very shaky performance in my first BP session, I was able to get a second one about a week and a half ago significantly better. Mm. I, I was launching him into the outfield. I don't want to get into it too much. But <laughs> needless to tower. say, I did not embarrass myself like I did the first time. That's good. Meaning outfield, not anything in the dirt, right? Uh, there was, I think, one in the dirt. Everything else was fly ball, you know, at least wow. past second base. Okay. So I noticed, and everyone else that is watching on BYU TV, that you do not have a mustache, Jason. Mike Littlewood yes. told us in studio that... He kind of got in on that late, and he's like, I didn't want to jinx it, so I'm not going to start trying to grow a mustache. Like, I'm, I'm just going to let them do that. Is, is that why you don't have a mustache as well? Ultimately, yes, because over the last month or so, occasionally I'd have one of the players come up to me and say, hey, are you going to do the mustache? And I feel like I can grow a mustache. I don't know how good it is, but I at least feel like I can do it. And over the weekend, you know, there was a little bit of growth, and I thought, you know, if I'm going to do it, now I've got a kind of a jump start on it. Now it would probably wouldn't look so bad. But the more I thought about it, I'm with Coach Littlewood. I didn't do this from the beginning, and I don't think I'm necessarily like a superstitious guy, but I, I guess what I am is like negative superstition. I don't want to mess things up. <laughs> and so I was afraid if I jumped on that bandwagon now, I would really mess things up for this team, and I was not going to be responsible for that happening. So I decided shaving it off. That's fair, and there's no more superstitious uh, sport than baseball, that's for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Tell, tell us about this game with Arizona, because to me, this is a nice non-conference game for the Cougars that could be on the resume at the end of the year if they, if they don't win the West Coast Conference Tournament, right? 
Yeah, I mean, it's an opportunity to take on a Pac-12 team. And the good thing is, is you're taking on a team that's coming in having lost three in a row. Arizona has spent the last uh, couple of days in Utah already. They were facing the Utes up in Salt Lake City, and they got swept. So it, it's an opportunity to take on a team that necessarily isn't playing well right now. And as you mentioned, it's something that will look good on your resume. And let's be honest, at the end of the day, even though this is just a one-game series, this team wants to keep winning, and this is an opportunity to do that before you begin a series this weekend against the Toreros. We all know that Michael Rucker, BYU's ace pitcher, is going to get the start on Thursday once West Coast Conference play gets underway again at Miller Park. But in an interesting non-conference setup today on a Monday, what kind of pitching staff and rotation will Mike Littlewood use to kind of just survive Arizona before WCC play begins again? It's very similar to what we've seen in previous games. The two previous games against UVU and Utah were on Tuesdays. And so we've seen Coach Littlewood go with several pitchers so that he doesn't mess up with the regular rotation starting on Thursday. That will be the same today. You mentioned Mike Rucker, who will get to start on Thursday. He will actually start today. Today is his scheduled bullpen session. So Coach Littlewood is basically using today's first inning as his bullpen session. He'll pitch for an inning, and then they'll turn the, uh, the reins of the mound over to Jordan Wood, who's actually been very good in long relief. Now, I don't expect him to pitch too many innings. Again, they don't want to mess up uh, these guys' availability. They want to keep him fresh for this weekend, but you can expect Mike Rucker in the first inning, and then Jordan Wood will relieve him and go for a couple of innings, and you'll see multiple pitchers like we have in these these early week games. Jason, this is the first of five straight home games uh, for BYU Baseball. Arizona, three with San Diego, which, which has been kind of the rival in conference, if you will, the team to beat. Uh, except Pepperdine had a great little run the last couple of years as well. But, and then you have Utah next week. What does BYU need to get done in these next five games? Well, it all boils down to what the coaching staff has said. They don't care about winning streaks. They don't care about records. Their goal is to win series. They feel like if they can win the series, that's going to be enough to put them in position to reach the goals they want. And that's, you know, regionals and, and seeing where you can go from there. So I think at this point, you know, you, you win today – you try and win the series against uh, San Diego over the weekend, and then you, then you worry about Utah at that point. I mean, you've already beaten Utah once, and you've got a couple more cracks at them, but it's all about winning series for, for this baseball team. And speaking of the mustaches, that's all it will take to keep the mustaches going. Just win the series. Keep the upper lip hair alive <laughs> and growing. Jason Shepard with us on BYU Sports Nation. Follow him at JSN Shep. On the Twitter machine. Do you have any sunscreen, by the way, Jason? I'm a little concerned about the amount of vitamin K you're taking in there with uh, the sun beating down on your face. Yeah. Um, when I got here to the park, the, the clouds were covering the sun, so I did not put anything on for, for this interview. I do have some because the last time, it was actually the first Saturday game that we had on BYU TV, and I did not bring sunscreen at all. And it was a really sunny day. Now, I'm pasty white to begin with, and I don't do well in the sun from the get-go. This was three and a half hours of just the sun blaring down on me, and I was just fried. Look, they just handed me some. Some sun bum. Look at that. Look at that. So, yeah, I have some. I will be putting it on before the game because I cannot look like a lobster uh, for the next Anymore. week. I mean, exactly. again. <laughs> exactly. Jason, great stuff, man. Uh, if you can transfer some, like you're in the visitor dugout right now, so maybe yes. you can like put a jinx in that dugout for Arizona or something. I don't know. Spring, sprinkle done. some suntan lotion in there. Some sun SPF 70. Jeez, are you kidding <laughs> That's me? That's intense. What, do you, what is a polar bear around. putting that on? 
Like you could wear you could wear that in front. You know, literally, if you're in space in front of the sun, you could wear that and be fine. <laughs> hey, before you go, we need to do one more thing. Oh yes. Countdown to the Wildcats. Three, Three hours, hours away. away. Oh, I get it. Yeah, BYU <laughs> Arizona in baseball. Now that now is the countdown I can get into because there's an actual game today in three hours. Get your sunscreen ready. Jason, thanks for the time, man. You bet, guys. Jason Shepard <laughs> trying to avoid sunburn and SP getting ready 70? for more BYU baseball. SPF 70 is legit. SPF 70? I didn't even know they made it that They strong. have like 100. There is SPF 100. Who is there higher 100? than SPF 100? That's needs, the highest I've ever seen. Who needs 100? Albinos? Who uses that? Three hours away, countdown to the Wildcats. Us pasty folk need that. <laughs> The Cougar Whip Around hits next. What else did you miss? Don't worry, it's coming up next. BYU Sports Station presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. Okay. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Baseball. 26th ranked baseball beat Portland 5-3 Saturday. The Cougars now 23-3, 7-2 in the West Coast Conference. They play Arizona today in about three hours at 4 Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Volleyball. Third ranked Brigham beat UCLA in four sets Friday and Saturday. Yeah. The Cougars are tied for first with Stanford heading into the final week of the regular season. Also, Taylor Sanders' pro team won. Did you see that? In Italy, Verona, they won the CEV Challenge Cup over the weekend in the European League. Taylor Sander, the MVP! Softball! BYU softball went 1-2 and two at Texas over the weekend. Got shut out in both games on Saturday, one on Friday. They have a home doubleheader against Southern Utah tomorrow live on BYU TV. Gymnastics. Scored a 194.075 at the Minneapolis Regional. Good enough for sixth place. Mackenzie Johnson Halliday placed fourth in the all-around. Congratulations on another good season from BYU Gymnastics. Cougars in the PGA. Zach Blair finished with a score of three under, tied for 38th at the Houston Open over the weekend. Tennis. Men's team lost to 32nd ranked San Diego. Future guests include Libby Sugg of BYU Softball, Mike Littlewood, the baseball coach, and Blaine Fowler. Today's Rise and Shout. Brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most, DexterLaw.com. We're giving it to men's volleyball for making history. First time ever they go to UCLA and win both. With no BYU hoops in football, what has your sports attention now? Mark Mark Waite says, watching old BYU SN episodes. I love it! It's elite. I love it. Show on demand on BYUSN.com, the audio podcast on iTunes, and the TuneIn app. For Jeremy, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Wally Joyner.